morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning Dump of Fantasy Baseball Podcasts. If it's your first time tuning in, be sure to check out the preamble episode to see what the show is all about. This episode is going to be my version of the do and do not players that I didn't touch upon in last week's episode. Consider it Draft Strategy Part 2, Pump or Dump. So we touched upon my 6-in-1 strategy, and with that said... I am pumping the majority of the hitters going from 1 through 80 in average draft position. I think you stack them early and you can come up with a lineup that dominates everybody else in your league. Make sure to stay consistent with the categories that you're targeting. And as a reminder, shortstop is deep. I do not recommend taking one in the first round. There are 12 to 15 guys that I think you can rely on as your stud. I was listening to the Fantrax third base episode the other day, and one of the guys mentioned that he would consider taking Jose Ramirez with his number one pick. And I respect that, man. The dude is a stud at a shallow position and will get you beastly numbers across the board. So with that said, it's the 80 to 150 ADP range where I think you really need to nail it. There are a lot of hitters here that I am dumping. Guys like Chapman, Polanco, Gurriel, Bell, Gallo. As they have proven to be just as droppable throughout the season over the past few years as guys in the 150 to 250 range. So while those guys are getting drafted, you stack the stud pitchers that I brought up last week. However, there are some hitters that I would recommend taking with your one-hitter pick. Here are the five guys that I pump. Number one, Jonathan India, second baseman for Cincinnati. He's going around the 85 ADP range, and in his rookie year was a well-rounded player in the hitting categories and a solid source for steals with 12 and 532 at-bats. Projected to run more this year, I like him. Second, DJ LeMayhew. You know I love the redundancy. He's first, second, and third base eligible playing for the Yankees. Going off the board around 100. He's coming off a down year. But he has been top 5 in hits and batting average in 2019 and 2020, and he led the league in batting average in 2020. Solid pick. Number 3, Max Muncy. Coming off the board around 115, he's eligible for first and second base on the hard-hitting Dodgers, and has been a solid power hitter going for 35 home runs in each of the last three full seasons while pacing that in 2020. At only 31 years old, he's a reliable guy to deploy at either position on your teams. Number 4. Tommy Edmond. Second base and outfield eligible for the Cardinals. He's coming off the board around 125, 
and was a great source of steals last year with 30. At only 26 years old, he showed in his 2019 rookie year that he can pace for over 20 home runs while maintaining a batting average of 304. Number 5. Bobby Witt Jr. A shortstop for Kansas City coming into his rookie season. He has torn up the minors with a 280 batting average, a 350 on base percentage, and swipes bags like a thief. I think he's a gem at this point in the draft, especially for insurance if you do take a riskier shortstop like Lindor. Honorable mention, Jake Cronenworth. First, second, and shortstop eligible for the Padres. He had a solid rookie season, and I would not mind having him on my team this year. As for relievers, I did not touch upon them in my draft strategy episode, and that is because I'm all about punting saves. In a categories league, you can afford to punt one category and still win your league with ease. You don't really see the point in rostering multiple players that are specific to one single category. Yes, they help you in ratios, but you can get that from your starting pitchers if you draft well, stream well, and pick up the right guys throughout the season. If your league does account for holds, they're very easy to find along the way. So I'm really avoiding relievers this year, especially when they seem to be climbing the draft boards and going as early as round four. Now on to the starters. You already know the guys I've pumped. And if you go for one of the aces available in the first three rounds of the draft, because that makes you more comfortable, I would not blame you. But there's a reason that guys like Burns and Bueller are getting drafted before guys like DeGrom and Bieber. If you're not worried about the injuries, cash in. But that's a lot of draft capital to put into a guy that might spend half the season on your IR. But following my six-pitcher strategy for rounds 8 through 14, you need to pick the right guys or else you'll find yourself in trouble. So here are five men that I am dumping. Number one, Luis Castillo. Tied Corbin last year for a league-worst 16 L's. His whip has decreased over the past three seasons to a career-worst 1.34 in 2021, while posting his worst K per 9 in ERA over the past three seasons at 9.2 and 3.98 respectively. There are a lot of guys that I like more around the 85 average draft position and I won't be touching him this year. You Darvish. ERA spiked to 4.22 last season, and he had a very bad second half. It's possible the age is catching up with him at 35 years old. He's not a bad pick, as his K's and whip were still solid, and I did mention that San Diego brought in the pitching guru from Cleveland. But... If you look at his numbers over the years, he is not a model for consistency, and I would rather look elsewhere for guys with more upside at his 95 ADP. Number three, Blake Snell. 
Cannot trust the man to go deep into games. Averaging 4.75 innings per outing over 2021, while posting a 4.2 ERA and 1.321 whip. He really only had one amazing season that got him the Cy Young. The other five, his whip ranged from 1.2 to 1.6. I'm looking elsewhere at 110 and will not be investing in him this season. Number four, Pablo Lopez. You know how I feel about Miami. His numbers have improved each year to being very respectable in 2021, but with a career ERA over four, a whip close to 1.2, and a K per nine under nine, 130 is too high in the draft for me to be taking him. And number five, Eduardo Rodriguez. I really don't get this guy. I've seen him dropped every season that I've played fantasy. He's going around the 150 ADP mark, and I don't see him as even being rosterable. Career highs in ERA and whip last season at 4.47 and 1.389. He's never had a whip under 1.28 in six seasons, with a career ERA of 4.16. While he gets you the strikeouts, he just moved to Detroit, and I don't see all those wins that he's accumulated following him. Honorable mention for starting pitchers. Trevor Bauer. I am not touching him in drafts this year with a 10-foot pole. Yes, I know the DEA is not charging him. And look... Nobody knows what really went on behind those closed doors. But the accusations that she made against him of crossing the line of what was and was not consensual, along with the photos that she released, were disturbing. When the news broke last year, my blood was boiling. He's denied every accusation that she made for the record and said that the photos she released were inaccurate based on how she left his, uh, his home. But this was an ugly situation that he got himself into that was avoidable. But unfortunately for his baseball career, he still needs to get through Manfred Law. And I do believe at the conclusion of this lockout, he will receive a suspension. Let's let this situation be the first life lesson that we take from the baseball world to the morning dump community. I don't care who you are. A professional of sports, entertainment, construction, finance, education, law, or an aspiring student. You have the power to make ethical choices in life and walk away from situations and people that will get you in trouble. Because when you live like you are untouchable, abusing your powers, look at Henry Ruggs of the Las Vegas Raiders and how he threw his life in the garbage. Suddenly, you're faced with reality. You get caught assaulting someone, endangering yourself, and harming or taking other people's lives 
whether it was premeditated or not. You embarrass yourself, your family, your team, your craft, and the people who look up to you. And you put your life in jeopardy. And yes, that was my best Vin Diesel impression from The Fast and the Furious. Moving on to happier things. Please hit me up on IG and Twitter, at MorningDFantasy, with anybody that you are questioning whether to pump or dump in this year's draft. And holler also if you're looking to make some new friends and join your first or another fantasy baseball league. We've got some spots open and would love to have you. That's all for now. Catch me next week for our first interview. I'll be hosting a former agent, current scout, and scholar of the game. Fire it up to speak with him. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. And remember, can't have your coffee without the morning dump. Thank you.